Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. I'm really glad I'm sharing with you tonight because we're going to be talking about two things that um, are I, that I'm just passionate about, that I love, and that's in the kingdom of God, these two things, intimacy and destiny. And that's what we're going to be talking about. That's what's going to set us on fire to pursue what God has called us to pursue in his kingdom. So the idea of my destiny was always something that I struggled with growing up. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to be. In elementary school, I wanted to be a pro skateboarder. I looked up to Tony Hawk. I looked up to guys like Willie Santos and Chad Musco. And if you don't know who the, those guys are, that's okay. They're professional skaters. They were awesome, doing gnarly flip tricks. And Tony Hawk, like 20 feet in the air on these half pipes. That's who I was going to be. That's what I was going to do. Then a little bit later, I wanted to be a blader. I wanted to be a professional rollerblader. And it was going to be awesome. I had my blades. I would go out, I sucked, I wasn't great at all, I would try to do these stairs, and I would fall all the time, but I was going to be a rollerblader. I was going to be the best rollerblader I could be. Then after that, I wanted to be a BMX biker. I had my Trek bike, I had my four pegs, it was off the chain, it was amazing. I, was, I would get on my back pegs and do my, little, uh, my bar spin, and I was going to be the best BMX biker I could be. And then after that, in sixth grade, I got introduced to gangster rap. I wanted to be a hip hop music producer and I made beats and my beats were dope. But that never happened. Nothing came out of that. And then I kept stressing about what careers I was gonna do next. And I was thinking, okay, I need something more realistic. I need something more plausible. Should I be a social worker? Should I, should I, um, should I work in the government? Should I do this, should I do that? I have no idea where I'm going. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I was just stressed out and I hated it. And I was so indecisive and I, I didn't know what to do. And then I met Jesus. And I found out later on that Jesus actually gives me an identity and then gives me a destiny. That Jesus, when I come to him, he sets me on a path that he created before me, but the cre he created for me before the foundation of the world. That he already had my destiny in mind and he already made the destiny for me. He already chose for me so that I didn't have to. And honestly, I'm so thankful that, that Jesus, that God does that. And that when we come to him, he, the Bible says that he already has the works prepared for you, um, already, already lined up. And he, he just asks that you obey him. He just asks that you follow him. And as you follow him, he leads you to those good things like stepping stones. He leads you every step of the way to the destiny he's, he's given you and to the calling and to the place that he's calling you to. And I'm so thankful that God does that. I thank God that he gives destiny to each and every one of us as believers. And that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about a little tonight, is the fact that when we come to Jesus, we come to him to be his best friend. We get to know him. And from that place of intimacy, he launches us into our kingdom destiny. In Mark chapter 3, verses 13 through 16, it says that afterward, Jesus went up on a mountainside and called to himself the men he wanted to be his close companions. So they went up the mountainside to join him. He appointed the twelve, who he named apostles, uh, and he wanted them to be continually at his side as his friends so that he could send them out to preach and have authority to heal the sick and to cast out demons. And the thing I want to highlight is that Jesus calls these guys to be with him first. 
before he says, go, guys, go out, uh, before he gives them the authority, before he gives them the power, before he sends them out to do anything, he says, guys, come be with me first. Come be my friends first. Come get to know me. Let me get to know you. Let's hang out. Let's, let's be best buds first. First and foremost. This is so important in the kingdom of heaven. And guys, without this, your life will fall apart. Not just in doing ministry, not, not just praying for people, not just when you go out and try to cast out demons and do this stuff. You won't be able to go through your daily life, even going to work, even just going about your daily activities. You won't be able to do those without intimacy with Jesus. It's absolutely essential. It's a necessity in the kingdom of heaven. It shows, and it shows what the Lord's priorities are in his kingdom, is that it shows what he wants in your life. The kingdom of heaven works like this, that he wants to know you before you fulfill your calling. He wants to have a relationship with you before you do anything. So how do you get more of the kingdom of heaven in your life? Simple, you prioritize your daily devotionals. Every day, you, early in the morning, uh, that's what I do, or right when I get up, um, make time for Jesus, make time to read your Bible, make time to pray, make time to worship and make time to seek his face, make time to be with him because it's in those secret places, it's in those um, times of one, uh, your one-on-one -on -one time with God that you get to know him and you develop that intimacy with him. And it's from the place of friendship and intimacy with Christ that comes the favor, the prosperity and the anointing. Uh, even if you don't feel called to be a pastor or work at a church or anything like that, as a Christian, your whole life is actually ministry. The Bible talks about how we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Um, wherever we are in any capacity of our life, we're called to bring people to Christ. We're called to reconcile these lost people, these lost individuals, and bring them back into a relationship with their creator. So whether you're an athlete or an entrepreneur or an engineer, your workplace is a ministry. And you may say, okay, Joel, but why is intimacy, why is authority, why is power and anointing important if I'm going to be an entrepreneur, if I'm going to be an athlete, if I'm going to be an engineer? And I would say that because you need to know how to be led by him wherever you are in life, wherever you're going in life. You need to know how to be led by the Holy Spirit and how to hear him. So how are you going to hear God when he tells you what important business plans to make as an entrepreneur when you never take time to hear him in your bedroom? How are you gonna get chosen out of the other hundreds of athletes when you're competing, when you don't got, have God's supernatural favor um, surrounding you, causing people to take notice of you, causing people to pick you, and his supernatural anointing empowering you to do the best, to do beyond your, your greatest capacity? How are, you going to, um, how are you gonna do well in your job and thrive and produce the outstanding results that you need to without God anointing you and empowering you to do so? We need him in every sphere of society, is the point. We need to have a relationship with him. We need to walk closely with him in order to fulfill our calling. In chapter, or, yeah, Mark chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, it then says, He appointed his twelve and gave Simon the nickname Peter the Rock, and he gave the brothers Jacob, John, Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, the nickname B'nai Regal, which means passionate sons. And that's the second point I'm making is that your God-given identity points to your God-given destiny. So Jesus gives these guys nicknames. He renames them when he comes to them. And the important thing to know is that names that were given in biblical times had much more meaning and depth than they do in our Western culture. Um, they weren't just phonetic sounds that were associated with a person or an object. Names back then carried potential. They carried identity and they carried function. So to name something meant to give it identity. It meant to call something into existence and to give it its function. 
When Jesus gave Peter the name The Rock, he was actually calling his identity into existence. He was saying, Peter, you're going to be a strong rock of faith. You're going to be a leader to the other 11 apostles. You're going to be a leader in your group. I'm calling you out. I'm calling this your name. I'm re-giving you. I'm giving you a new name. And you're going to be a leader to the people you're with. So for us, he does the same thing for us. We come to Christ. We receive his new life, his new identity. Um, and then he launches us on that purpose for living. He calls our, our destiny into existence. So although we don't literally get new names, the point is that once we come to him, he redefines us and empowers us and launches us toward that destiny. So for me, before I gave my life to Christ, I wasn't a singer. I had no desire to sing. I played music. I, was, um, I would play keyboard and stuff like that. But I never had any, I didn't want to be a singer. I didn't want to sing. Um, and then I got saved and I started leading worship more, or um, I started singing, or in my, I, I guess in my one-on-one -on -one time with God, I would pick up guitar and I would kind of, I would like sing low, just between me and him, I would sing under my breath and I would um, just practice like that. I'd practice in my room and I started singing more and more and I think I got better at it. And next thing I knew, I found myself um, leading worship at little connect groups and prayer groups, prayer meetings. And now I realize that that's a calling on my life, that God has actually called me to lead worship, that he's called me to declare his truth in the form of songs. That's something I never wanted to do. I, so I came to Christ, he redefined me, he gave me a new identity, and then he sent me on this new, he, he sent me on a purpose and a, a path that I didn't have any plan on going. I had no idea I was going that way. But he did it. He defined, redefined me and then set me in that direction. Same with Pastor Taylor. He never had any desire to be um, a public speaker. He talks about how he was terrified of public speaking. How he would get up and his voice would crack when he would hold a mic. And now look at him. He's an anointed preacher. He's an anointed pastor. He's an anointed speaker. Because he came to Christ. Christ redefined him. He called out his destiny. He gave him that destiny. And then he launched him in that direction. So God wants to do the same for us, that when we come to him, we get to know him. He redefines us. He sets us in a direction we had no idea we would go in. And that's awesome because that means that as a follower of Christ, you're no longer defined by past sins, by past behaviors. You're no longer defined by the stigma placed on you by society or your family or your socioeconomic status or anything like that. He literally redefines you. He, he, he calls you his own and he... None of that matters when he calls you as his own and when he gives you that new purpose, new, that new identity. He's literally wiped your slate clean and he's redefined you to be something you had no idea you would be. And guys, uh, this is the nature of life in the kingdom, that Jesus calls us to be his close companions, first and foremost, to have this intimacy with him. And then he redefines us and launches us into our destiny, our kingdom purpose, that he created before the foundation of the world. And it's awesome. It's better than you could even think. It's better than you can imagine. And I just want to encourage you all, um, letting you know that it's worth it. It's worth it. When God calls you and you come to him and you surrender all for the sake of his kingdom, for the sake of your calling and your purpose, it is worth it. it um, it's worth it to, like Pastor Taylor said, lay it all down to, to understand who we are and then let go of everything from our past and then come to him and, and, and uh, have this intimate relationship with him and then be launched in the direction he sends you out. It's worth it and it's amazing. 
And from that place of relationship with him, when he launches, about, launches us out, we really will impact every sphere of society that we go. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit summitsanmarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.